0: The views and opinions expressed on the cap are those of the host. They do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of older media. Any opinions stated aren't intended to offend anyone. On this episode of the Cap Podcast, we react to American Dream by 21 Savage. Welcome back. This is episode 500 of your critical but accurate tour through hip-hop the cat podcast we are your tour guys i am nate sperlin that is taylor McCloud. thank you for tuning in on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and wherever else you might be tuning in feel free to go ahead and join the conversation by leaving a comment liking this video and subscribing to the channel taylor how are you doing good can't complain at all i
1: know it's uh snowing on the east coast but it's not over here so i'm pretty thankful for that
0: Honestly, I'm just thankful that the snow isn't going to stick, like no matter how much snow we get, it's just not going to stick. And yeah, it's kind of unfortunate. But at the same time, there's like remote learning and like remote jobs and stuff now. So do you really even get the Does a real snow day even exist anymore? I would say the answer is though. No. Um, but let's get to the main topic of this podcast. Let's talk about some music. Let's talk about American Dream by 21 Savage. 15 tracks, 50 minutes long. It features Doja Cat, Young Thug, Metro Boomin, Lil Durk, Travis Scott, Summer Walker, Brett Fiaz, Burner Boy, and Mariah the Scientist. This also serves as a soundtrack to the movie American Dream, the 21 Savage Story, which is supposed to come out on Independence Day, July 4th. That being said, Taylor, what do you think about American Dream by 21 Savage?
1: So I don't... It's another one of those things, and I touched on it in our last episode, our our wrap up for 2023, where I don't feel I don't feel very much of anything either way, good or bad with this album. And I think that's I don't know if that's me. I don't know if that's how music just is in the moment right now. I think that with this album specifically, keeping in mind that it, it could be or it's supposed to be a soundtrack is helpful. Because it's not, you know, I look at things like just albums, but sometimes it's more to it. There's like a whole other element that, you know, and maybe when we get this movie, if we get this movie, because I still can't tell if it's like real or not. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can't like I know there's like announcements, but I'm fully expecting it to be like, ha, ah, gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? So. This just didn't move me one way or the other. 21 Savage is a great rapper. You know, the, the feature list is amazing. Like he obviously, you know what I mean? Like you have stars like male stars female stars like the the feature list is great you got metro all over it which is obviously something that you and I both like and i go into this album with a much more open mind than i may have with other artists because i know he's your favorite you know what i mean and that's mm-hmm. like something that helps me a lot with a lot of artists if if someone that i'm like close with i know that that's like their 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 favorite artist i'm going to go into it being like all right i want i want that experience for myself but I don't know, I just didn't, I didn't get a ton either way from this. I think there are moments on this album that I love. Like, there are certain tracks that I think is 21 Savage at his best, or at least the 21 Savage that I like the most. Um, but we're, I think after, and it, it falls into this this bucket, because I'm, you know, Drake's been my favorite artist for a very long time. Since he did the tape with Drake, I definitely look at what 21's doing, and just through a different lens, because he went from being like, the scary rapper, in a way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like he mm-hmm. was, like no, I wouldn't ever say underground because he kind of blew up right away. You know what I mean. But it, he had this role, and now he's like a star. And so things are different when you reach that level. Things, if things are looked at different when you're when you're a star now. So I, I think that's why it just kind of sits in the middle for me. You know, I'm, I'm very interested to hear what you have to say because that can help me, not, not for my opinion, but it can certainly hearing something from a a fan who's hearing things much differently than I am can be so helpful in being like, all right, why is this the way it is? You know, it can, it can provide more context.
0: Yeah. Um, like you just said, 21 Savage is one of my favorite artists. I, for the main reason, when Savage Mode came out, nobody thought that this was possible. What we see right now, 21 Savage is a superstar, but I did. I did. And you guys can't tell me that I'm wrong. I, Nate was right. You know how I named the chat? Like Nate was right. Like every two months. Nate was right. Um, That being said, with American Dream, 21 Savage graduates from being just a rapper to becoming an artist. I believe that this is not just music. This is a culmination of influences that we will be experiencing for the next six months. Now, what do I mean by culmination of influences? Um, Metro Boomin recently put out the Across the Spider-Verse soundtrack. I believe this is also a soundtrack. I believe Metro has some type of influence with that. With the beat selection, and we'll get more into that when we start talking about songs and uh, just breaking down the actual music of it. There's a lot of Drake in his beat selection. There's a lot of Drake in the way that 21 Savage approaches the songs with the Drake-like beat selection, um, the cadences that he uses. We hear 21 Savage get a little bit melodic on some songs that sound like a Drake song, where Drake would be melodic on it. Um, So you can definitely see that Drake influence there too. And finally, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino, who made Atlanta, um, also Because of the Internet, stuff like that, creating a visual experience around your album. Um, because the internet was, uh, it was a visual album. I Well, it's not the last one that they dropped, that uh, Childish Gambino dropped, but it was a visual album. There was a movie that went along with that. It wasn't really like as big of a deal as I expect this to be, but that's still something that we can see where 21 Savage draws his influence from. So because of that, like seeing that 21 Savage is being a sponge and, spo- and soaking up the greatness around him To make himself great is really, really impressive to me. This is the reason why I thought he'd be a superstar from day one. Like He just seemed like someone who was willing to learn about the music, not just the music business, but actually making music, music logic, musicality. He seemed like someone who wanted to learn about that, and this is what we're seeing right now. Additionally, what I get from this album is that 21 Savage definitely listens to his fans. Um, everybody when 21 Savage and Metro Boomin dropped Savage Mode 2, everyone was applauding how cinematic it felt, the 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 beats, the samples, Morgan Freeman on it, and 21 Savage continues this theme here. And also now, like I just said, he's actually making a movie to further that concept. Um, Also, um, before I hand it back to you, Taylor, um, I think this album is going to be tough to beat for album of the year um, just because of how great it is in the first place, but also because we have a movie, we're supposed to have a movie coming out in July. And because of that, that's right in the middle of the year. And I think that that if this album starts to die down, is going to revive the album and give it a second life. So that's why I think it's gonna be hard to be for album of the year. Um, but overall, I am there there are a lot of questions that remain, and I don't think that we're going to have those answers until we are able to see the actual movie. Cause I do I do see how some songs here will fit into a movie and some songs I'm not really fully sure how they do, but I'm excited to see how this overall project um, artistic project, ju- not just a music project, artistic project um, comes together for 21 Savage.
1: It's interesting because the songs that feel at least the songs that feel to me like they wouldn't fit in the movie are my favorites. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The ones to me that are like, Oh, this is just like, I say this with almost every album we do the songs where it's just like, just, just the rapper pretty much just being like, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a great rapper. Like that's always been what I've gravitated to towards and there's there's a lot of songs on this project that are are great. And I don't want I don't want this to come across like oh I don't care about this because it is it's one of the biggest rappers out right now releasing a solo album, you know, after doing a project with with Drake and you know there's there's certain things about how how and we you and I talk about this a lot. How things are released now where it used to be so much more time was spent between releases and there was you didn't get so much of like the like the roots of another project showing up somewhere else or it would be Mm -hmm. like a it's like it for every her loss right there would be a mixtape on the side that's like all right here are the b-sides here are the stuff that didn't make it and i don't i don't know if any of any of this on american dream is is from her loss but like you said there are there are certainly songs on here that sound like they could have made it there are at least versus it sound like they could have made it on there. So I think sometimes that's why things start to feel stale to me is that you have stuff that's released at a pace or at least everything is released in the same arena. Now it's not like, all right, here's a physical CD that you have to go get, or you have to go spend, you know, 1399 on iTunes to get it. And then you can go get the free mixtape on Datpiff or wherever you got your mixtapes. Now everything is released all together, whether it's Spotify, Apple music. So things start to feel the same and i think that with a project like this the more i listen to it the more i'll be able to unravel that for mm-hmm. myself and also i think part of it as a fan who is you know kind of watched 21 savage evolve from the outside like i would i'd be lying if i said i was like you know waiting for every every 21 savage release as they've come out i think you end up, and this is across the board, you end up latching on to like the parts that you really like about artists from afar. Mm -hmm. And obviously with 21 Savage, it's like, yeah, he's the, like, he's the, he's the, he's the rapper that makes you feel like it's like Friday the 13th. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. he's the rapper that makes you feel like this is a horror movie and like you're in it now. And obviously is like young nudie is kind of like picking that up now. And it, Mm -hmm. you know, it makes sense like their connection, but you saying that, like you always saw the vision for him to be a star and like, I think there's part of it where I like certain music, like I have to shift my lens to be like, no, I'm, this is a superstar album, right? This isn't 21 Savage from 2016 making X, you know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, like we're, you know what I mean? Like it's not that anymore. It's been a long time since that. So I think as I listen to this and certain songs, like some of the bigger songs, you know what I mean? Like pop your shit, like Nina with Travis Scott, like should have worn a bonnet. Like, Stuff like that that will have to grow, and especially like now that like as I get older and I stay inside more often, honestly, Mm -hmm. certain songs don't like resonate with me as much because I'm not hearing them out anymore. Like I'm not hearing them in the context that I would have a couple years ago, especially you know pre-COVID. So those songs I have to like remember that those aren't for me sitting in in the apartment with my headphones on, right? Like, not I'm not turning up in the apartment like I you know I may have at one point. point in my life so yeah and i think a lot of it is like me like having this battle where it's like is this stale or am i in a different place listening to all this stuff than than i was because even even talking about like drake records recently like i've said like oh this isn't you know what i this isn't what i wanted from drake and it's like okay well like yeah it's not going to be like he's not Fans, it's it's not a thing where like the and you said that twenty-one listens to his fans, but I still think that he's he's 21 savage and he's very like genuine to himself. And and sometimes like stuff that sounds stale to me, I need to like kind of refocus and be like, all right, why why is it sounding like that or why do I feel like that? But that's kind of a tangent, so. I'll let you take back over so we can get into the actual music.
0: Yeah. Um. So to address one of your points about if any of these songs are leftovers from her loss, I can't confirm that, but I can confirm, and this is the only time I'm talking about this song because I I don't I don't like the artist that he featured here. Um. The song that he has with Doja Cat, uh, was originally supposed to be on her song as a, on her album, as I understand it, and gotcha. it just ended up being a leftover to for him to put on his album. Um. And honestly, him like. I appreciate 21 Savage's willingness to step out of his comfort zone and work with different artists that aren't really in the same subgenre as him, but I I don't want to hear I don't want to hear him and 20- Doja Cat together ever again. I don't even like listening to Doja Cat uh for obvious reasons. Um so that's the last time I am addressing that song. But that being said, um I love how the album opens up, and it's Twenty One Savage's mom talking about her journey, her immigration journey to the United States. I think that that's something that's, um, especially now. Well, first of all, um, when Twenty One Savage first got arrested by ICE, um, everyone was shocked. Like they didn't under, like nobody knew where Twenty One Savage actually was from, and now it turns out that we know that he was at least born in the UK. So hearing that, and then also just like understanding the world, the worldliness of that. Um, that immigration journey, having t- his mom tell that story. I think that was really, really important to the album. I think it helps it helps to ground it in some form of realism. Um, and then the transition from American Dream, which is the name of the track that 21 Savage's mom is talking on, um, to um, the lead single, All of Me, which I assume is the lead single because it's in the trailer for the movie. Um, that transition was seamless. Um, All of Me, love that song. Uh, the 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 sample wishing on a star is brilliant. I love that. Um, it, it just reminds me of um, if I'm watching Snowfall or one of those like very very intense shows, and I could just picture like the main character just like bleeding out as a camera shot. Like the camera shot gets wider and wider with one of those samples playing. Like it was just something that was just so cinematic for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, All of Me, that's one of the, that's, you know, that's a very like just, just 21, like doing his, like, so, like, that's one of my favorites. Like, when we get to it, like, that will be one of my favorites. I think that I agree about the Doja Cat song. I really don't, I don't like when she's like ad lib instead of having yeah. an ad lib. Like, I just don't I, don't, I don't, I don't like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like that's like coming up with an ad lib. But there, there's certain songs on here. I mean, Pop Your Shit with Young Thug, obviously thug being a way that it adds a little something to it it's like i'm excited to go into that travis scott and nina was going i haven't heard travis scott rap like that in a long time i don't like, think I, anyone has like in and, and you and i have talked about it so many times where usually songs have to like transform for travis to enter yes. it has to get in, like that super like you know dark dark space but like he he went crazy on that and to hear like like, that was just like a, a kind of a throwback to like six or seven years ago where Travis Scott was like kind of on top of the, or at least like kind of cresting to be on top of the world where he was really like almost peaking with his like fame and everything and and working with Metro and 21 Savage. And, and that was, that was nuts. I should have wore a bonnet with Brent Fies, is really good. Um, you know, I, I don't know if it to me, like it, it just really good. It works really well in the album. The Burna Boy song, Burna Boy goes crazy too. He does. Um, yeah, and then and then the solo songs. I mean, the solo songs I tend to tend to gravitate towards. Um, the only solo song on here that I really didn't enjoy, and I'm curious to know what you think about it. Red Rum, the cor- the hook on it is just like, I get what we're doing here, and I understand like it's the shining thing, but like mm-hmm. I was like, all right. I've had enough of this.
0: I'm kind of surprised that you don't like that song. Like the I, immediately when I heard that song, I thought about you because it seemed like the type of like the type of yeah. rap that you love. Um, no, like I like the said, raps.
1: I just that hook, the hook. I like the super repetitive like red run, red run. It just isn't gotcha. my. It wasn't my favorite, but that that's like the only solo song on here that I really like. It 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 doesn't stand out to me. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because I, I think that. The, the audio of it the the I believe there's like a violin there's like a creepy violin on there yeah um, similar to what we heard on Savage mode 2 um the end the the cinematography at the end having that uh that snippet from the shining to bring it full circle um I thought that was really really well done uh is is it one of my favorite songs no is it is it trash no I don't I don't think any of these songs here are bad. Um, even the Doja Cat song, like I don't think it's bad. It's just something no. that I just I just don't want to listen to. Um, I I thought that was really really impressive. Um, Pop Your Shit, the flow. I don't know if you've heard this song. Uh, do you know Cash and Cash Out by uh, Tyler Creator, Pharrell, and Twenty One Savage? Yeah, that that reminds me that the flow on Pop Your Shit reminds me of that song. Um, yeah. so I, I enjoyed that. Um, Nina, like you said, Twenty One, uh, Travis Scott, one of the best verses I've heard. Honestly, might be a top five. Top five verse on Utopia, if we really start breaking it down, because I Travis Scott, it just didn't deliver. I also think when you start talking about songs like Should've Worn a Bonnet, Just Like Me, even Prove It, I think that that is we're seeing a new Twenty One Savage bag. We're seeing a new Twenty One Savage formula, and and this formula is basically getting a really talented singer to sing over a really good sample and singing about some type of love singing singing about like just like romance or or lust or whatever you want to call it in that area so I think that prove it should have worn a bonnet and just like me I think all three of those songs are the exact same formula it's different people in the formula um it's like I don't know. I guess it's like the triangle. Like I guess 21 Savage is Phil Jackson. And like one of the songs, it's Shaq and Kobe. The other song is Pippin and Michael Jordan. Either way, the triangle works the same. And either way, this formula works the same too. Yeah. Out of the three, I would probably say Prove It is my favorite. But it's hard for me to argue against Just Like Me being my favorite as well. Because like you said, Burner Boy goes crazy. And also- yeah it's just something you know me and producer tags like when when you have the beat playing and then you have the metro and then the, the yeah. all the other beats come in all the other um components of the beat come in uh this automatic head nod just automatic yeah, yeah this is this is amazing so those three songs really the highlights one of the highlights um for me i think you if I, go ahead
1: you know what's maybe my favorite part about this album and and the more we talk about it the more the more I get excited to keep listening to this and let it grow on me over time is that it's only 15 songs. Yeah. And that a lot of these songs that I might be like on if on a on a 22 song album or a 20 song album, I might be like, "All right, I've had enough." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I've had enough. We don't hit that point. And that's usually a good formula for for people to go back and be like, "All right, I can get through this." Like it's not like this this never ending like if there were six more songs like this and you had, you know, like three more that just were like nothings then the whole end of the album or however it's sequenced you have so much more to get through so much filler that's like all right i i'm not putting the effort in to keep trying to figure out these songs so just looking at the track list right now it's like it's it's almost more concise than it feels and i think it's because we've been programmed to like think of albums as these 20 song Mm -hmm. marathons um but how everything fits within that time frame it is is really is really nice the more I think about it. And it's something that didn't didn't really dawn on me until I like sit here, me and you were talking about it and I have the mm-hmm. track list right next to your face on my screen and I keep like looking through it. But it's like all of this fits and it just ends when it should. And um I do I want to give it back to you, but Dark Days with Mariah the Scientist I might put my favorite song on this album. And I mm-hmm. thought it was a perfect I thought it was a perfect, perfect way to end it. And obviously, you know, you know, like the morale the scientist thing, I think she performs really well, but there is a level of it that's added, you know, with like the young thug connection there where mm-hmm. it's like you like it is dark days. And it's like, yeah, like, you know, everyone's on social media doing the whole thing, but it's like there is like a real life aspect to all of this that sometimes gets overlooked. And I think that song does a great job of like kind of like. Reminding at the end of a project that's pretty star studded, that's like, hey, like, yeah, like all this is great, but there's still things happening right now that are like not, not great.
0: Yeah, well, to add to the point about the conciseness, uh, your point about the conciseness of this album really is fourteen songs because the first track is just Twenty One Savage's mom talking. So even, even when you just add that aspect into it, it's even more of a concise um, album. Uh, Dark Days, I love that as the outro. Um, I, I. Part a part of me wishes that we got more of that introspective, memory-driven Twenty One Savage verses, um, those types of Twenty One Savage verses on yeah. throughout the album. But then at the same time, um, I'm expecting us to get more of that or the full dose of that from the movie. So that's why I'm not as mad as it I as mad as at, at that. Excuse me. I feel like if there was no movie coming, I would be asking for more um introspectiveness more vulnerability from 21 savage on this album but because we are expecting a movie i'm more okay to let it rock because i'm trying to see how some of these things are going to fit into the movie um some songs that i think or some beats i i think show that show drake's influence on 21 savage all of me letter to my brother um see the real prove it and should have worn a bronnet those those are the songs really additionally another another point where i see the drake influence is when 21 savage gets melodic on see the real um I, i think that's the song that i think um probably mostly like is the best example of drake's influence on 21 savage that we're seeing um Let's see what else. Do the, you the best? Go ahead.
1: Do you think letter letter to my brother the first verse is about Drake? I don't know. I, honestly, I think I wasn't I wasn't sure because Drake just had stories about my brother mm-hmm. on the deluxe edition, and and I don't think that's about twenty one. But the first verse on letter to my brother sounds a little bit like a. Like, I don't don't know, because we've been going back and forth right now with the like they're kind of like besties thing right now. You know what I mean? Like on social media talking about it being like, I don't know, should we post this? Or like, you know, and so I was like, did he just did they
0: just make songs for each other on back to back albums? What I would argue is. For all the dogs is Drake's best attempt at making a 21 Savage album. Yeah. And American Dream is 21 Savage's best attempt at making a Drake album. (laughs) <laughs> i see what you're saying i
1: i see what you, i think they're obvious there's obvious differences that you just like you know obviously mm-hmm. like but i i know exactly what you mean and yeah you can really feel like how intertwined their music has been for what like two years now yeah like as you can much really, as metro really booming feel, doesn't like it yeah which is an interesting interesting thing in here but I also yeah. wouldn't be surprised if like the next time Drake drops, they're like I wouldn't be surprised to hear like Drake on a Metro like no. beat soon enough. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where like c- there's too many connections all around here where it's like it almost feels a little like it's like or at least it felt like it's like a little like Drake and twenty one are over here and then future and metro booming are over there. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that certain connections are still like I don't think this is any like, you know, permanent like Yeah. That would be tragic if it was, because yeah, if you don't mean, get any more Drake and future on Metro beats, like I'll have, I'll have it. I'm going to have to listen to a different genre if that happens.
0: <laughs> no, a thousand percent. Um, The one, the one song that I think might be a little out of place though, is red sky uh, track 14. Yeah. Cause you, you have the three formulaic songs that I just outlined the three. uh, I don't really know what to really call me. I just, tw- I guess 21 savage love songs, 21 savage yeah. romance songs um, that come back to back to back. And then you have red sky. Um, I think what makes it fit better is the chorus. Like if, if if 21 Savage went full trap on Red Sky, I don't know if it would fit between those three tracks, the three tracks before in Dark Days. But because you have that, um, I don't know, I, I haven't been able to identify who's singing on that chorus. but because you have that person singing on the chorus in the way that they do, um, I think that helps it fit in a little bit better um, especially when you have the you have the samples from the first three tracks and then you have the singing from the first three tracks as well from the features. And at the end, you also have Mariah the Scientist, who is also a really good singer. Um, at, at the end there, too. So I, I think like the, the last five tracks have good singing, and I think that might be the thread that connects them all together. Um some of the transitions on here are seamless too. I already talked about from American Dream to Uh All of Me, but then also you have you have the, the transition from Nina to Dangerous. Um, or Dangerous to Nina, I should say, which is really, really good. And I also like how the transition, how I think, I wonder if we are as complimentary of Travis Scott's verse if he goes second on that song instead of verse. Yeah, true. That's um, a good
1: point. That is a really good point.
0: Yeah. Um. So that being said, what are your final thoughts on American Dream? So my final thoughts have
1: almost changed a little bit as we talk about it. And I think that's good. You know, I think that it's good when you can you know, you get deeper into it and you start to like learn things about the mm-hmm. album just by talking about it. Um, So it's not my favorite 21 Savage album, but I think that's, you know, there's, there's nostalgia built into all this and I don't feel nostalgia with an album that came out, you know, recently. So I, I think it's good. I think the music is all good. I think the high points are great. Like we're all I'm about to get into my favorite tracks, but I think the high points are great. I think there's parts of it that I get a little bored during, but you know, the, the great part about streaming is I can skip that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can stick to the stuff that I like. So overall, I think it's a, it's a great, I think it's a good project to get out of the Drake era a little bit. And hopefully, hopefully on both sides, we leave this era, you know, behind a little bit. Cause I don't need, you know, I don't need another year of yeah uh, these like crossover things, even when the crossover isn't there. So overall, I think it's a good project. I think it's a good step out of that, out of the Drake era. 21 era the her loss era into what feels like you know like superstardom for for 21 savage not that he didn't already have it but it feels like kind of like an acceptance of his place among you know within rap and and also like taking all those like personalities we've seen from him on instagram live like singing to like old r&b songs and like figuring out how to incorporate that into his music without letting go of like what makes 21 savage 21 savage
0: yeah top three tracks
1: my top 3 tracks um in order are Dark Days with Mariah the Scientist, Letter to My Brother, and then All of Me. Yeah. And playback value. Playback value, I think you're right. Um overall playback value, I think this has a lot of legs especially if a movie comes out and and brings, you know, songs back to the forefront so I'll say like 6 months to a year. Um for me, it's so early in this year and I'm still like in the winter mode of like listening to old music that no one cares about. Um, so I'll say I'll say for myself, I'll give it like two to three months, but we'll see. I mean, if if stuff like this sticks to me, then it, it sticks for a long time.
0: Yeah. My final thoughts. Um, 21 Savage graduates from just being a rapper to being an artist. This isn't just music. This is a culmination of influences that will be ex- that we will be experiencing for the next six months. And this album is going to be hard to beat for album of the year, just because the movie's coming out in July, and that is going to revive the album. And on top of that, the album just really, really good from top to bottom. Um, probably an album of the year contender for 2023. My top three tracks are um Dark Days, Nina, and Prove It. That's from Least. Uh, least to greatest, uh, three to one, and my playback value objectively a year. Like I said, the movie's probably gonna revive it if it starts to die off. Um, and subjectively, it's Twenty One Savage, one of my favorite artists of all time. It's gonna be a year too. Um, so anyway, this has been the Cat Podcast, episode five hundred. Don't forget to leave your opinion on American Dream by Twenty One Savage in the comments below. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to like and subscribe. Follow Old Milk on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Check out the Old Milk content at oldmilk.co. I'm Nate Sperlin, he's Taylor McLeod, and we'll see you when hip hop tells us to. Thanks for watching.